Blog Talk Radio. Carol the Coach. Sex, love, and relationships. We talk about it here. Carol the Coach. Compassion with contemporary relevance. I am a psychotherapist. I can be your personal life coach and I can help you with your issues. There are no problems too small or too big. You can talk about anything. Speaker, columnist, radio TV host, and commentator. Carol the Coach brings messages of wellness and empowerment within reach of everyday people every day. Almost five years ago, I lost my soulmate in an accident. He was killed in a plane crash. Life just for me has seemed to stop. There are groups all over the city. I mean, I teach one. It is a specific way to start thinking so that you shift how you see the world, which then shifts your energy, and then you feel better and you actually see things differently. Carol the Coach, always available to at carolthecoach.com. Now, I've got Russell on the line. I'm 47 years old. I'm a truck driver. I am married. I have a wife in San Francisco. Okay. I haven't been home in six months. My thing is, I, I don't know if I have a sex addiction or what the problem is. Why do I want what I can't have? And as soon as I can have it, I don't want it anymore. You're right on target when you say, I don't know if I have a sexual addiction. Well, guess what? Yes, you do. And you know what? That's my specialty, Russell. So you're at the right place. Continue. I meet women online and, and I'm in a different part of the country. I, I travel all 48 states, so I love sex. I hear self-esteem issues. You never felt good enough and you didn't feel like you were getting what you should have then. And you're really enacting that now. Do you want to change that about yourself? Listen to that show just wanting to give you more and more and more. Well, I can understand that today because I got to tell you, I am Carol the Coach and I have on two guests that are going to be talking about something that they created with a whole team that is really very innovative. And they just seem to have handled it and created it from all perspectives. And when I say perspectives, what I mean by that is when you go into this facility, you not only work on your own individual addiction and find the support you need to really be the best person that you can be, but there's programming for the partner, not that she stays there, but there's programming for the partner so that she begins to work on those important things that will make her a healthier individual. And I got to tell you, I am so honored because they use IRCAM, the Early Recovery Couples Empathy Model that I developed to help couples heal. And, you know, they're smart enough to know that each, each man that comes into this home requires different intervention based on his needs. I mean, not every man is married. And even if they are, we know that we also have to pay his partners. So I wanted them to come on the show and explain this incredible treatment center. I, I know they call it a house, but it really is a treatment center. They put so much time and energy into it. And I don't know of any other sober living house that, that works like this in the country. And so, Andrew and Lisa, welcome to the show. Um, I'm so excited that we're going to be talking about 
what you're doing. So who wants to start? Who wants to talk a little bit about Sober Living House? Okay. Well, I can go ahead and start. Thank you. You know what? When I have two people here, I want to make sure that I just really um, identify who has certain things that they want to describe most. So, Andy, it's all yours. Tell us a little bit about the house. Yeah, thanks, Carol. We are uh, about two and a half years ago, uh, Lisa came, I guess about three years ago, Lisa came to me and said, hey, uh, there need to be more sober living homes for men battling sex addiction. There's one up in Montana, which is where I went to, and it was really transformative for me. It really helped me get out of, um, you know, my unhealthy addictive behaviors. And, and move into recovery. And I looked at Lisa and I went, you're crazy. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was there for the next six months. Uh, God changed my heart, opened a bunch of doors. Uh, quite literally, we had to find the residence. We had to find someone to be the house manager for us. And uh, we, we started Room to Heal. And it is a recovery residence for men battling sex addiction. Um, we really... Uh, it's, it's comprehensive. It's pragmatic. We've got accountability measures in place through online accountability software. We do GPS tracking. There's a curfew where guys have to turn in their devices every night. Um, and we really start guys out with the digital detox. No Twitter, no Instagram, no TikTok. As, as we know, for most guys that's out of this, scrolling is the gateway drug. So we really try to give their brains uh, the space to begin to heal. And, and then there's a ton of accountability at the house. We do process groups. Uh, I do recovery coaching with the guys. And the guys are required to go to um, the 12-step meetings, SAA or SA. And there's a robust ecosystem in Charlotte of, um, of 12-step groups for men battling sex addiction. And, and so really, we're trying to cover this from all aspects. And one of the things that we discovered that we didn't expect as much is um, – over the first, I guess, year and a half, two years, we learned that there is uh, there is a huge need to help the partners. Um, we would have, you know, our addicts make a ton of progress, uh, get a lot, I mean, just really move into recovery, build a strong foundation, but then we would see their partners continue to struggle. And so we really realized we've, we've got to figure out a way to, to help the partners while their addicts are really making progress. And so we started researching what's out there. And, and, you know, Carol, we came across your work and just were so excited by it and so excited to meet you and, you know, do your training and and really uh, begin to implement IRCM into our recovery programming to help the whole family system because we want the addict to go back into um, a relationship when he moves back home that is, is different than what he left, right? And so we're really excited about, um, that aspect of our program that we've implemented, and, um, and it's been it's been an amazing journey so far. Of course, with its challenges and learning experiences, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we're always refining it and improving it. And um, yeah, but we were just ecstatic that the Lord's called us into this. Yes, ma'am. Well, I tell you what, um, I want to hear from Lisa because obviously she was the brainchild, and she yeah, absolutely she she had the idea, and yet. Andy, you are somebody who has really put the programming together with her based on what your experience was, what you did and didn't get. So I want to I want to give you both kudos for having created this. Now, what's the timeline for men that want to do Room to Heal? 
Yeah. What is we that? Said yeah. How long would a man stay? Um, we recommend that men stay two to three months, although the minimum is just a month in case they just, you know, we like for couples to be able to use our program the way that they need it. So if, say, they've just come out of disclosure and they just really need some space for four weeks, they can, they can work with us that way too. Well, and again, that's innovative because so oftentimes a partner's brain is so traumatized, it would be a real gift from God to be able to have that space to begin to heal and reflect and not be pressured, as pressured, by the rigors of life or the relationship. So your program also helps men and women that really need that separation. Of course, this is specifically for men, um, but by being so didactic, you're really helping the partners, too. And mm -hmm. how did you get so partner-sensitive? This is almost unheard of. <laughs> how did we get so partner-sensitive? Yeah. Um, well, honestly, the idea for Angeal, you know, because it was born out of my brain was because I I was in group with a lot of women that just really wanted the space and there were no options for them. They didn't couldn't afford inpatient or an intensive and so they were just out of options and I could see that their healing was stagnated. So and I wanted to help them get where I was going with a with a clear mind and able to focus on my own healing. It was really such a blessing that I realized, you know, it was hard to find blessings. Mm -hmm. In those moments where life was so hard, but I realized that was one that was, uh, you know, gifted to me. And we're just so excited about building it out further because, you know, you have to start somewhere, right, when you're starting a, a business. And now I'm just so excited to layer on other things, bring on other uh, partner betrayal trauma coaches who are trained in IRCAM and in APSAT, um, and they'll be um, doing weekly support groups with the other women, something that's always worked well for us is we get the women together, give them that community, somebody to call or talk to. So we're going to formalize that. And I'm so excited. Pam Blizzard mm -hmm. is running that for us. She's amazing. Uh, she does a lot of groups uh, for, on her own, uh, but she's coming in to do one specifically with our partners. And then each partner will receive their own um, recovery coach. So they will have a person to go to that understands and can talk to them on a weekly basis about, you know, how they're managing their days and what they can do to make it easier. Um, and then also, oh, go ahead. You know, um, Pam Blizzard is amazing. She's IRCAM trained and she's APSATS trained, which for anybody who's listening and is new, to this kind of situation, APSATS is the premier educational, partner trauma-sensitive, informed organization that's created a whole curriculum um, to help partners heal. And IRCAM, she's also IRCAM trained, and IRCAM is obviously exposing the couple to that empathy factor, those relational skills, while they're still in that crisis management of their relationship. Pam, she's got an amazing podcast with two other women. Um, so search her out, search her name out. But I wanted to ask you, 
um, when you say each partner of each addict has a recovery coach, do they come to the facility or do they do that on, on telehealth? Well, we have several that are in Charlotte, North Carolina, so if they are local, they can meet with them locally in, in a different, you know, we have a, a separate office for those meetings. And then if they're um, living outside of Charlotte, then they're welcome to do everything virtually. Wow. Okay, and we aren't allowed to talk price um, on blog talk. It's, it's against the rules. But what I know is a young program like yours um, that is so well-maintained, that is so well-faceted, I'm looking at this price, which I can't say. Sorry about that, listening audience. And it is so inexpensive considering the tens of thousands of dollars that many men pay to get treatment. So I want to flip back, if I can, to the sex addicts treatment. And, you know, you said, um, do you call them clients? Do you call them residents? Do you call them? We call them, we call them residents. Okay, so yeah. a resident will receive weekly recovery coaching. And mm-hmm. is that all from you? Are you a one-stop shop for doing that recovery coaching right now, Andy? Yeah, right now I do recovery coaching with all our residents, and then we are actually bringing on some additional coaches uh, to, you know, that, that will be taking on some of that work as well as we continue to grow. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to provide coaching uh, to the residents once they leave as well. And we found that that's a really important piece is continuing, you know, the accountability and work that they've started, you know, Room to Heal once they, you know, once they move out. And so then they get study materials, so they have something to do within their day and also to take home. And I imagine you've eclectically collected what you think is most helpful to retrain the brain. Am I yeah. correct? Correct. Yeah, we've got a really strong programming. So, you know, we do group therapy at home process groups at the house twice a week. Uh, and then, you know, each of the guys have their own recovery plan that we put together based on their story you know, based on, you know, how, you know, this addiction is manifest in their lives or a unique pathology. But I would say uh, what we do for every guy is every guy is required to do, you know, meditation each day to really work on the rewiring of the brain, um, get out of these, you know, dopamine junkie phase that we're in. Um, every guy does a digital detox. Um, every guy has the accountability software. So we're really covering the pragmatic end, and we find that once we do that, you know, being, living with a community of, of guys that battle the same things that you do is really like living a bunch of mirrors that reflect your own pathology back onto yourself. So, you know, I can't tell you how many times I chat with guys and they're frustrated with another resident, and ultimately we dig down and discover it's because it's reminding them of their own struggles, their own triggers, their own issues, right? And, and they can see it in a way that they've never really been able to see it before because they're actually seeing it in someone else. So it's hard to, it's hard to, leave the denial alone, you know, when you're actually seeing something that reminds you of your own mess. And, uh, and then, you know, there's guys are going to SAA meetings with each other. So it's not nearly as daunting for maybe someone early in recovery because they're going with guys that they already have relationships with. So it's, it's a really neat dynamic. And, you know, guys eat together. We provide all food at the house. And, uh, you know, guys do check-in every night with each other. And guys have to turn in their devices. You know, as we know, a lot of guys struggle late at night. 
So 9.45 every night, guys are turning in their devices. And so in some ways, another thing that really differentiates you from other residential treatment centers is that they do have their devices with them for periods of the day. Mm -hmm. And you're teaching them how to monitor and manage that, too, I would suspect. Right. Yeah, I mean, part of what really helped me in, in my journey is, is actually working my recovery hub real time. So, you know, of course, guys have slips with they're with us when they're with us. But what we found is they learn to check in those slips in real time. We've got a 24-hour rule. Guys have to check in any slips in real time. And what we find is we're able to really dig into the root cause and, you know, be it a particular emotion that's triggering or a situation or a location. And guys start to check those things in before they leave the slips. Right? Mm-hmm. So we really create this environment of accountability, vulnerability, and really, you know, owning accessibility for each other in each other's lives. So guys are able to work out their recovery in real time. Mm-hmm. We figure out what are the tools that work best for you? You know, what are your most dangerous triggers? What are the emotions that maybe we really need to do some work on, you know, managing well? And, uh, and it's just a really neat dynamic. We start, I mean, so many guys that come stay with me are just entrenched in shame. And so to shift, I'm like, hey, if you check in a slip in 24 hours, and that's different than what you've done most of your life, that's a win. Because we can now work with that, unearth it, get to the root causes of what caused it, and and, and that's where, like, some of the really exciting work happens. When guys start to shift your, their behavioral patterns and habits and, uh, it's, you know, as you can tell, I'm passionate about this. So oh, it's, I, been, it's been really effective. I can. And I've got to say, um, what we know about group in general, and I've run over 2,000 groups in my lifetime, is that when a man or a woman does work in a group, it transfers out there. And another very unique quality to your programming and to your sober living house is that you, in some ways, you and the guys are mirroring how a partner would yes. need to um, handle a situation. You know, there's nothing worse. Well, there is. It's bad when there's a slip or a relapse. But what's worse than that is if the addict doesn't feel comfortable coming and telling him or her, usually a her, about that. And, you know, doing it in that 12 or 24 hour period. Because more than anything, Lisa, you know this, partners want honesty. They wanna know about their husband's struggles and slips and insecurities. And so will you talk a little bit about how you help partners manage that fear when, when the addict comes to them, when the resident comes to them and says, I had a slip, or boy, I, I was in fantasy today, or, you know, I, I made some bad decisions. How do you help a partner with that while they're in sober living? It's a challenge. I'll say it's it's something that we just take very seriously and we make sure that we get in touch with them and and help them understand too what what do they want to know, what do they not want to know. 
so they can protect their their environment at home and make sure that it's good. Uh, but you know, we make sure that we connect them and are usually on the call to prepare them. And then I think that getting that individual and group to to unpack that with other women after that's happened is so important. So you're not just hearing that information and just taking it in and not having an outlet for it. Okay. And and I want to understand this because I know my listening audience is hearing about this and they have to be excited. They don't have to live in your state for their husband to come to sober living, right? Correct. And when you talk about accountability devices, which, you know, is one of my 10 steps to recovery, having good accountability devices there for them, A, so that it gives them some pause. We all know an addict can get around anything if they want to, but if they, they've got things in place to assist them in making better decisions, they do better. And so you mentioned the GPS, and I don't know if you mentioned Covenant Eyes, but I, I do believe you use that too, or do the yeah, we use it. we use Covenant Eyes. And, and then we also, um, you know, we also really lock down the devices. So, you know, I... Through, through my own recovery journey, uh, I learned the various ways you can get around certain things. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've gotten very adept at locking those loopholes down. And, and really, I, the thing we don't want to get into is recovery whack-a-mole, right? Where, oh, you know, this popped up, now we got to lock this down. But it's really just creating that, those, some strong initial barriers to, you know, because a lot of guys when they come stay with us, uh, there's very little pause between the impulse and the action, right? So the more that we can help guys get that, you know, access that initial pause where they can take ownership of their recovery, uh, the more it helps them. So so we do we do as best we can lock down, you know, guys' devices. I mean, guys can't download apps. It's um, anything they need for work, they have to go through me or the house manager. We manually do it and then take off, you know, the ability to download apps again. So we really, we really do a pretty good job of locking things down. Now, of course, there's nothing perfect. You know, of course, if guys really, really want to, they can find a way. And if that happens, they need to own it, you know, because really this is about owning your recovery. You know, we, we help you put the things in place, but you got to implement them, and you got you got to buy in. And um, it's just a really safe environment to learn how to do that. You know, a lot of guys didn't grow up with, uh, as part of my story, a lot of guys didn't grow up with safe um, places to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that growing up, so they learned to protect themselves. And uh, a big part of the guy's journey with us is to realize, like, oh, no, these are safe guys that I can unpack what's really going on inside. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I can't stress how important I think it is from an IRCM standpoint to work with the partner to be safe and stable while the addict is working his own recovery goals. And so Sober House Living does that room to heal, sets that up for him, and then helps him to understand partner betrayal and then helps the partner, assist the partners to deal with what they can expect, could expect, should expect um, while he's in treatment and um, when he comes home. And so that safety and stabilization, which is that first phase of Irkham, really gets um, 
It's like being on steroids. They're getting that with a team right off the bat, which is so lovely because mostly couples struggle with this on their own. You know, at best, he may go to a meeting and she may hear a podcast and and do some reading, but this is a comprehensive way to help them as a coupleship navigate this crisis. I love that. And then you say that you do offer some relational um, meetings, coaching, if you will, while they're there. Is that what I understand? Tell me about that. Yeah, we do. I'm very excited about these. Um, we want their interactions to be more quality over quantity while they stay with us. And so the two coaches will work together to create a map out a plan and say, okay, this week we're going to touch base on this. These are her concerns this week that she wants to bring up with him and then have that safe space for them to, to catch up and talk to each other, but also have objectives for, you know, furthering the connection while they're apart because that's so important. He needs to hear that he's invested in this and he wants this and he misses her and that he's all in. He wants, you know, to get home and get healthy. Well, and, you know, we all know that couples come in all sorts of packages with all sorts of strengths and weaknesses or deficits. And, you know, not every man you work with is going to be assured that they want to stay in the marriage. That's just the way it is. But you, like me, who've treated thousands of couples, believe that the majority of men do. They've had this addiction that has stolen their presence and their brain, and once that fog clears through being at this Rooms to Heal program, I keep saying rooms, but it's room to heal, correct? Sure. And it's roomtoheal.org if they want to find out more information, right? It's, it's room, the number two, heal.org. Got it. And so once they get there and that fog begins to clear because they're not white-knuckling their addiction and they've got the support they need, my experience is they go, what the heck did I do? How could I have not known this would traumatize my wife? How can I repair and how can I get healthier myself? And this program addresses that awakening, if you will, to both individual recovery and relational recovery. And so I love the fact that you offer recovery coaching. Do you have somebody designated that does that too? Is that also Pam Blizzard? We have three different ladies that we have on board to do that. And so when women, when couples come to us, they can chat with a couple of them and see who's the right fit for them. Mm -hmm. And Andrew, do you ever take charge of that? Do you ever meet with the couple? You know, I really, I've done that a few times. Uh And what we decided in our programming is, you know, we really want um, well, I'll let Lisa speak to that because I think this is where she's really passionate. And, yeah, yeah I, I just think that early on it's very helpful for them both to have an advocate because they know that their husband gets so much time with Andrew. Mm-hmm. And, and so they having their own support system is just important. 
to advocate for them and make sure that they are clear, able to clearly say what they need. And, and that support system that works with them in their in their own betrayal trauma programming becomes the support system for the relational coaching, the relationship coaching? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm learning as we go along, too. These two just completed my Urkham training. And if you go to their website, um, it is so partner-sensitive and addict-sensitive based. I mean, unfortunately, and we didn't know what we didn't know when we started, but addict programming, sober living, residential treatment used to be all about the addict. And then they did their best to incorporate a little partner training, but they did it poorly. You know, in the old days, closure within that four-week period, but the partner wasn't prepared, and the partner didn't have a support person, and the partner heard all this stuff and then had to go home, and sometimes being away from her husband and have to deal with it. And Unfortunately, we did a lot of what we call treatment-induced trauma in wanting to help. And mm-hmm. so I love the fact, although, Andrew, I'm sure you wouldn't ask for this, but I love the fact that you've been through this, you've prospered by it, you had your own struggles, you know what it took to get you to post-traumatic growth, which, by the way, these two are in Phase three of Urkham, they are clearly in post-traumatic growth. I don't even care if they have a bad day. I don't even care if they challenge their relationship from time to time. That's part of the process, too. It is not linear. You don't go from A to Z, and then you're done. But you have found post-traumatic growth, and I love the fact that you've let your own experience help you to know what would make a better program. And guys, I got to tell you, I think this is the best one out there. And I've, I've seen Thank a lot of you. programming. Yeah, I have seen a lot of programming. But because you have a three-phase model yourself, right, the addicts program, the partners program, and the relational program, I um, can't tell you how comprehensive I think this is. Now, we're going to have to begin to wrap up. What else would both of you like to say about the program. We already told you that it's www.rooms, the number two, oh, room, the number two, and then heal.org. Right. And then what would you tell people that are interested in looking at this program on the website? Where do they go? What do they do? Um, how do they contact you? Well, I would say on the website, there's a contact us tab. We have our, you know, we have the phone number for the business, and it'll come straight to us. And really, just, you know, if you have any questions or want to see if it's a good fit, um, you know, just you know, reach out to us, and we'll schedule a free consultation. Uh, really, we want people to get the help that they need. So, you know, for a lot of people, they might they might need they might not need to do something like what we offer. Some people might need a higher level of care. They might need to go to inpatient treatment. Mm-hmm. I've been to inpatient treatment, so <laughs> I've. I've covered all the bases with, you know, the options out there in terms of this recovery. I mean, I went to my first um, SAA meeting over 17 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, and it took me a lot of failures. It took me, gosh, a uh, decade plus, 14 plus years 
to start to really get recovery. My addiction got worse, it didn't get better. So I, you know, it's, we've, we've been down this journey, I've been down this journey a long time, and uh, we've seen what works, we've seen what doesn't work, and really we just want to help. So if we're not the best fit, we'll help you find the fit that makes the most sense for you. And um, just there's no, just please reach out to us if you have any questions or um, want to learn more about what we do or, or questioning whether or not it's a fit for you. We're, we're objective. We're not going to try to sell you on anything or push our program. Because your program, um, is it eight or ten men that can be a part of it? So really, it's, it's really intimate. It's it's six guys, oh, maximum six people at the house. Okay. So it's six guys, and then our house leader is seven. Okay. So. And then I suppose yes. that they all graduate at different times. I mean, so the other beauty of any group, I run a group too, and, you know, I do 15 weeks because – when somebody graduates, somebody new can come in, and they're helping each other get better because they're in different stages of their own growth. And that's yeah. the same with your programming, right? Yeah. It's really neat. Guys for very long are helping guys newer in the recovery journey. It's, it's really just a healthy symbiosis at the house. And guys really are invested in each other's recovery. And when, when guys get to that place, you know that you know, they're, they're making a lot of progress in the recovery journey. And, uh, it's, it's really neat to see help guys, help guys come alongside each other and kind of, you know, iron sharpening iron, right, mm-hmm. you know, encouraging each other. It's, it's really neat. It's really exciting. Well, I know that you have those bimonthly fellowship activities. Can you give mm-hmm. our listeners an idea of what one of those might be? We're huge fans of, of getting out in nature. So there's some great hiking spots near here. So the guys go for a hike together. Guys will go to the National White Water Center, which is near here. You can have guys go bowling, you know. Mm-hmm. It just we keep it we keep it fun. I think the guys a couple of weeks ago did a uh, uh, what do they call it? An escape room. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and one of the, one of the guys was a little claustrophobic, but he got through it, you know, with the help of his recovery brothers. So mm-hmm. it was uh yeah, they're just it's fun. And is there follow-up with the guys? You know, so many treatment centers, residential treatment centers, they have alumni calls, or they can come back to the center all as a group a year later. Is there any of that kind of programming? Yeah, so the guys stay in touch with each other. I stay in touch with the guys. I would say we follow up with each other every, you know, once a month. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't have an alumni group yet, and – Guys just stay in touch with each other. I would say the relationship. We have had so many guys say to us, um, "I feel like for the first time in my life, I've found real friends because they're they're fully known and loved and accepted, and it's from that place that they really start growing." And you know, we've got you know group text messages and, and that kind of thing. Uh, but that's kind of our next step. Was one of the things on the docket is to start an alumni group. Yeah. Well, and you know, you're young in the process, and so the beautiful thing is. Uh, it's that saying I said during Urkham, when you know better, you do better. And that's the beauty of being on the bottom foundation of sex addiction and partner betrayal is that you get to create the magic, you get to make it, and oftentimes we get a lot of recommendations from our peeps, you know, the men in the program, the women in the program, and you go, why didn't I think of that? And then you implement it. So you're very new in this. And it's been how many years in the making? We've been doing this two and a half years. And uh, I would say 
Lisa, how many years in the making? I think we had a year of planning before we jumped in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's still pretty fresh and I'm just excited to build on it. And Carol, you're so right. We learn from every couple that comes, you know, as part of our program. And we even hired um, one of our guys that graduated last summer. He was so, so great. And he helps us, you know, keep perspective on exactly what the guys need. And he's so helpful. Oh, that, is, that, that pays it forward, doesn't it, in all respect. Mm -hmm. Lisa, is there anything you can think of that you'd like to offer to our listeners who are partners and addicts? And couples and singles, because you don't have to have a partner to be in this program. You can just work on you, right? Yeah, I would say the, the two. I would say the two groups that we've tended to that have tended to gravitate towards us are, you know, maybe younger men, professionals that really just for whatever reason are really struggling to to get sober and move into recovery, and really are trying to take it seriously, but maybe need an additional level of support. And you know, inpatients too uh, expensive. So uh, we've had a lot of success with guys that have been doing that that have wanted that. You know, that just for whatever reason they're they're struggling to get sobriety. You know, maybe that that addict starts chatting them up, and maybe they download apps that they know weren't healthy. Or um, so that's been a really a group that's been really exciting to help. And then obviously, you know, married men. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I just want to say uh, we've helped couples that have been married 20 and 30 years, just tremendously painful stories, and they are now in post-traumatic growth and living completely different lives, in a lot of ways better than they ever were before this addiction came to light. And I just I want to encourage people out there, don't stay stuck. Like, there is help. Carol's created such a wonderful program, and and she has specialists out there. If we're not the right fit for you, that's okay. But I just don't want to see a couple stuck. That that's my thing. Mm -hmm. Keep moving forward. You can do it. There's there's life beyond this, and you can get there. Well, I appreciate that, and and I do want to tell our listening audience, this sober living house is very clear. They don't provide, and yet what I know in training hundreds of coaches all over the world, and I'm a coach, so I also understand this, is that the, the real growth comes from the fellowship, the meetings, the structure, and the coaching. And they do offer a very specialized coaching. And so if you need treatment, they will send you on and if you need enhanced treatment once you get out of the program, they'll know the trauma specialist. They'll know the therapists in your area that have been identified because they've been trained. So you'll get the resources and referrals you need if you need more than what this program has to offer. But, guys, great job. Amazing. And... Um, I'm just very blessed to be a part of it, and you can even see some of my worksheets on their website. They'll go through those phases of what IRCAM's all about, so you can decide, is that a true fit for you? I happen to think it's one of the best in the world for right now. I also know people will build on that. What an honor. What a blessing when they learn from us and something gets better, right? Right. Yeah. 
Okay, guys, thank you so much for today. Again, it's www.room2heal.org. Tom. Right. Org. 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 And you can can check in for a, a consultation with them after you take a look at the program. It's a beautiful website. So best of luck to you. Keep keep working it because we all know when you work it, it works, guys. Thank you right. so much. Thanks, Carol. Thanks, Carol. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. You know, I'm always available for consultation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Understandably, these two and – they're just an amazing couple. They're an adorable couple. They've lived this trauma. They've lived this stress. Obviously, Andrew went through a variety of programming to get where he is today, and you too can get through post-traumatic growth. Um, if if you want to know more about Urkum, you can talk to them. If you want to know more about Urkum, you can read Help Them Heal teaching you both how to heal your relationship after sexual betrayal. I just finished the course and got it on a new platform. If you want that course, you can go to my website, Sex Help with Carol the Coach. It it just morphs right in to help them heal. And then you go to the uh, you go to the products page and take a look at all the cool courses we've got to make it easy for you. And help them heal is one of them. There are whew, uh, 21 modules. There are mm, 40 assignment sheets. It's something you two can do together. And once you buy the program, you have it forever. So I'm so happy uh, that we are working away to make your life better. And as I say at the end of every show, there'll only be one of you at all times. Fearlessly have the courage to be yourself and check out Room to Heal, the sober living home that can help get you to the place where you really need to be and be your authentic self. Make it a great week and we'll see you soon.